0: Welcome to the Optimal Health Podcast from Hudson Physicians, getting you back to optimal health when you're feeling sick, stressed, overwhelmed, or run down. Today we have Brandon Bogdalek from Crescent, Minneapolis. He's the VP of Corporate Solutions. By the way, uh, Cressa is a full-service real estate solution. They're tied in with Hudson Physicians working on that terrific new building, and they manage the whole process from start to finish. And also joining us here is the man who made that decision to bring them on board, is Matt Brandt, the CEO of Hudson Physicians. What we're going to do today is we're going to take a deep dive into the work being done on the new building, the technology solutions that Cressa and Brandon are providing that translates to a better experience for all when visiting the facility. So we will get this thing ripping right now, first of all. Brandon, hello to you and welcome aboard. You and I have had a nice chat. I feel like I've known you my entire life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: And uh, Matt, good to see you as always. Yeah,
1: always good to be here.
0: Well, let's just jump in here. This has been uh, a two and a half year process uh, prior with Crescent to get things going. And, you know, how did you come upon them, happen upon them to become your solution?
2: Yeah, no, that's a very good question. We uh, actually, it's you know, just like anything in life, it's people you know and network you have. And other uh, CEO I used to work with, um, his name is Brett Wilde. He worked at uh, different groups around town. He actually introduced me to Cressa uh, through that uh, through that channel. So he, uh, through other work they've done, I knew knew about them, and then uh, having a direct connection with, with an, an individual had got a kicked started. So
0: what stood out about them? What attracted you to them?
2: I think it was just a little bit of the, uh, the, for number one, it's the owner-rep kind of model, which is basically a model where they help consult and represent the owner. Typically, the way it works in um, real estate is a group like myself would hire real estate, but they get paid a fee for all the transactions. Mm -hmm. What happens when you get all the transactional-only fees is you sort of have everybody's kind of in it for just making the transactions happening and not really doing all the planning and all the work work that really goes with it. And honestly, real estate agents—you know—it's nice that they get paid in the transaction, but sometimes you question if they work for you or not because the buyer is actually paying, or the seller of the land is actually paying them the fee. And then you're like, "Yeah, well, I'm—I need them to represent me only and not worry about just trying to make a deal happen." So I think that's the value of the owner rep model um, that was
0: introduced to that I really like. So. Well, and Brandon, on your side of things with Cressa, you offer strategic planning, transaction management, construction management, and relocation management, which. <laughs>
1: I well, didn't want to we'll think that about, later, well, but think yeah, about yeah. that.
0: But uh, <laughs> anyway, but and then your end is deeper into technology with virtual reality that we're going to get into deeper. But from the full-service component, can you kind of touch on what you feel the strengths of Cressa are and what you guys offered.
1: Yeah, and I'll go back to your comment, Matt, about really having a conflict-free real estate provider, right? And that's been our model forever at Cressa. I mean, we we only represent tenants and occupiers of space. 100% of what we do. You'll never see us go out and represent an institutional Investor or a landlord because of the conflicts of interest that do a lot of times exist within commercial real estate, right? You might have somebody who is representing a landlord of a space who is also representing a tenant and whose best interest do they have in mind? Sometimes it's really hard to know and so Cressa has really built a platform that gives a lot of companies trust in the work that we can in the work that we do and When we talk about Cressa's value proposition, I think where we're really strong. Obviously that conflict of interest Um, mitigating that is really the foundation of our business model, but integrated services, right? And there are a lot of individuals out there who are fantastic commercial real estate agents, but having that strategic planning experience, being able to then support with the transaction and then manage a construction process, that's a whole different can of worms. And so when you have a real estate problem, if your business is complex enough, um, where real estate really plays a fundamental role, Um, of what's happening inside of the box and and creating revenue for the company, Uh, Cressa is a great partner.
0: Now, this is not a trick question, Brandon. I was going to ask you this one first, but I could ask him what his needs were, (laughs) and then you could just regurgitate them back and say, well, they're the... So what did you learn from this process as a group what Hudson Physicians primary needs were that you needed to to deliver?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, candidly, I came in at a, a point in the process where we had already gone through a lot of that strategic planning. We had already talked about the transaction management and we were on to the construction portion. And, you know, from my lens, I think anytime you are looking at a new healthcare facility, having the patients and the provider's needs in mind is always extremely important. And so getting the details right engaging the team and making sure that we had all of the information at our disposal to create a space and work with our partners and Amcon Construction mm-hmm. and other architect partners uh, to, to really provide a space where your physicians felt like they were, they were proud to work there, but also that the patient experience was fantastic. And so that is really where I felt Hudson and Cressa partnered well, and our, our needs were kind of aligned.
0: Matt, we obviously touched on this a little bit, our last podcast, as far as your overall needs. Anything to add to uh, what Brandon said there?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, so Brandon came in uh, at the end, and that's where we did a lot of the virtual reality stuff where we could go through our plan and see it in real life. And I think that was from a – it was actually very good for the staff to see yeah. that, and I think we got a really good staff feedback out of that. Uh, it was even little things, like people say, you know, you know someone's like, oh, I don't want to tell me about that. I feel like this is minor. But it was simply the number of slots we have in the paper holders, which sounds really kind of dumb, you know, small thing, but honestly, like when you do it 150 exam rooms and you don't have enough slots for paper, well, it's probably not even, you know, that's a little thing you learn through the VR, Yeah. right? And that was a great little example of, uh, you know, that's just a value add that is just simple. Um, I you know the doctors, when they were in the virtual reality, they, they could, I was kind of laughing how they stepped out the exam room. Mm-hmm. They could feel how big it was compared to what we have today or different than it was today. Because what they do is you know, they're in the exam room all day long, so that for them taking two steps to the exam bed, they knew exactly like, well, that's exactly what we have today or not, and they could just kind of feel that thing. So that's where the virtual reality kind of added some extra from a staff and doctor engagement to understand that flow. So, so I feel like that
0: was big for us. Well, so then that leads us to the next topic here, which is really the core of what we're here to talk about, which is the virtual reality process that occurred here. And you, Brandon, obviously are an expert uh, being uh, part of Blazon, yes. right? Yep. Um, will you tell us a little bit about that technology, what it does, and how it fits with Cressa and this Hudson Physicians process?
1: yeah absolutely so you know CRESA as a whole again being a commercial real estate provider we use technology not just for the sake of technology but when it provides value to our customers and it, it fits within the services that we provide and so on for this particular example i think at one point we had explored renting an off-site space and actually building out of like like cardboard boxes a mock exam room and that takes time that's a really expensive field trip for physicians to go on and it actually is not super inexpensive. It, it can be costly to go ahead and, you know, and build something like that. And so it was at that moment in the construction process where we felt the need to leverage technology to visualize what that new exam room and what those new workstations were gonna look like. Mm-hmm. And so um, Cressa uses two different visualization platforms. We use virtual reality, which is a completely immersive experience. You put on the headset and you feel like you're out of your existing environment. And we also use augmented reality, which wasn't leveraged on this project, but certainly could have been, which is a holographic overlay in your existing environment. For example, you see a chair in your existing space, but I'm also sitting here looking at Matt and I'm looking at Pete. And so when we use these platforms, again, it's not necessarily for the sake of technology, but it's to solve a problem. It's to reduce a timeline, it's to reduce a cost, and it's to have those physicians go through an experience that's really memorable. And so in this use case, that's how the platform was used.
0: So I'm a physician. I have an exam room that I'm using, existing here at Hudson Physicians. I'm going to now look at the one on Carmichael, which is scaled to what that room would be. I put these goggles on. Is there music? There could be. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, no, you can, get. I mean, get it down, no, right? Have feel, music. Yeah, and make have me music feel chill. In the exam rooms. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So let's just get the whole experience. So anyway, so but you can you can feel the depth of the room as you kind of mentioned there. But then you can look at things. But there's some things that you and I discuss, like outlets are staying there. Uh, this light switch is there. You don't want to get into the weeds. But from the experience of the tenant of that room, they may, like you said, if, if they do uh, therapy-type things, they might not want an exam table. Right. So uh, t- take us through the process of what – you experienced as a group with that
1: yeah so when it comes to getting feedback qualitative feedback on a vr experience we find that it's good to get five to seven stakeholders from each individual group to provide feedback for from a qualitative perspective any more than five to seven sometimes you get too much information and you've already really established the trends that i think are going to inform the design at, at five to seven and so What we tried to do is get a really nice blend of physicians from different backgrounds. We also had nurses, which, by the way, were fantastic in providing feedback and a really, really important stakeholder in this process. And so you put them into that experience. And, of course, based on their perspectives, they're going to call certain things out that are very important to them. And you see those trends across the different specialties, whether it's family practice or it's OBGYN or it's somebody who's focused on mental health. And then it's our job as a team to collect that information and identify the most important trends and then use that to inform the design of the space. And that, I think, was really successful on this particular project for the spaces that we focused
0: on. So what feedback, Matt, did you get from your team about the experience?
2: Uh, I mean, I think the employees here really enjoyed going through it. I think it made them feel like they're engaged with the process, and we had a lot of good feedback out of that. And it also has the coolness factor, kind of like, you know, hey, this building's for real. Yeah. This is what it looks like. This is really cool. Um, so we had a lot of that and created a lot of excitement from the staff. Um, and so I think that was good. And then on it, like I said, it did add a lot of value. So we were able to do little things like we had, you know, more computer workstations because, you know, you can't have enough places to plug in your laptop nowadays. Wow. You know, and it's just all those little things that just added up to be a much better design. I think by the end, so so I think that was the biggest part of it—just the engagement—and then combine that with just good feedback. So,
0: so then from that part of the process, you take this feedback and you go back to the architect, correct architectural firm, and uh, say, okay, here's our updates. We spoke a little bit. I think it would be interesting because I think if you've been in this business for a long time, you, you don't want to have to redo too much stuff because you've been cookie cutter. I would assume. So what this does is it really forces the part of design that way to really examine itself and and make those changes and maybe learn something from that. Do you feel as though that part of the process is occurring where you go back to an architectural part of it and they say, wow, thanks for the feedback?
1: Yeah, I do. You know, on this project in particular, our architect and general contract partners have been amazing it's been a really collaborative process. And so when when our team was working on doing the visualization work, we weren't doing that in a vacuum, right? We were partnered with um, the architect to get a lot of the 3D models into the experience. We were working with the general contractor to, to get the dimensions in the space. And so we by no means replaced those efforts. They're an extremely important partner in this process. Um, and when we were going through that experience, we actually had general contractors and architects who were watching and participating with us in the vr demonstrations and so that qualitative feedback that was delivered to cressa was also delivered to the partners and so when you get back together in a room it's very easy to collaborate and have that conversation one thing that i think we're continuing to work on right is when you put somebody in the vr experience um, and you ask them for their feedback they're going to give you feedback in all different dimensions right and again this really comes down to what are those important themes that we can take away. Some people are going to be detail oriented. Some people aren't going to like the color of the floor, but the flow of this space, how we've put a scribe in, in the space with a physician, uh, the workflow of the space were the most important themes. And I think that we learned a lot.
0: You have a number of partners now, Associated Eye Care, uh, TCO among others that'll be part of this facility were they able to participate in this part of the process or was that more of a Hudson Physicians deal
2: yeah no this is more we just worked directly with Hudson Physicians worked with Cressa um, those other two groups actually have a d- different design firm they like to use but I do know that uh, uh, they've had some discussions they might want to rethink it they've had some discussions now <laughs> since then that's uh, also the difference between being large and big I think that's where Cressa really helps a group like Hudson Physicians is that we're not as big as Twin Cities Orthopedics yeah. And so because of that, we haven't built 16 buildings in the Twin Cities. So that's why it's really nice to have a partner that's an owner's rep that helps us through the entire process. I don't have a facilities management guy. I don't have a director of uh, you know, building management. I don't have you know, uh, attorneys in-house and leasing guys in-house. So by having kind of that owner rep, they sort of started us from the beginning, looking at sites. You know, they walked us all the way through the purchasing process, through the city entitlement process. And then all the way even to design, obviously, as we're talking about now. But and then we're not even done yet. We got to move into the building and all that stuff. So they help with all those things as well. So I think that's where um, Cressa's role helps a group our size really well. Um, just
0: a different kind of framework. So a happy staff, comfortable staff, yields happy patients, happy community. How does this benefit everything you've done with Cressa and Brandon and the whole process? Long term, does this help benefit um, efficiency? And uh, delivering patient care, getting more people in and out, and their overall feel of the process.
2: Yeah, I mean, from a patient perspective, I think when you go to the new building, you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna feel like you know, hey, it's obviously gonna be new, so it's gonna have that little new newness factor. But I think it's gonna be efficient as far as getting in and out. Um, And I also think there's just gonna be a lot of nuances they probably don't even see behind the scenes, but they're just gonna make it the overall experience better. So um, just even the technologies in the new building that we're able to incorporate, uh, you know, the the different air filtering systems and. Just even the, the, the flooring and all the different things, it's just amazing like uh, what you can do nowadays. So, um, so I think the patient will have a really good experience throughout the whole process as well. In terms of
0: efficiency of your process from the VR and getting that executed, tell us a little bit about start to finish real time, what it takes for you to take all this data, all this feedback, and put that into an actual plan that can be executed.
1: Yeah, so I think the process even starts earlier than that with engaging the architect and the general contract partners to get the data that we need to go into VR. Sometimes all that data is readily available for us, for example, models of furniture and equipment, that can be provided in a 3D form that we poured into the experience, but sometimes we actually have to go out and and render and and create those models ourselves, which uh, we have capacity to do. And once we're able to curate that experience and actually gather the feedback, then it quickly becomes reviewing that information in a way that makes sense to all parties and then giving the freedom back to the architect and the general contract partners to make that information actionable. Krusta's role in this project is to be an advocate for Matt and to oversee that process with the general contractor and the architect, but it's really going to be those two partners moving forward with the information to actually roll out the design of the new space.
0: Matt, in terms of this part of the process, return uh, volley across the net this is what we learned this is what we can do actionable items how did that process go for you
2: uh it went well i mean i think we were able to learn from the design process we <laughs> it's interesting that we have a, you have a tendency to gravitate to what you have today. Mm-hmm. there's that, kind of funny yeah. how that works, right? I, mean, yeah. I think a lot of people went going through and be like, well, this isn't what we have today. And we're like, well, that's not the question we're asking you, right? Yeah. So I think that's something we had to weed through. So I think uh, that process helped us that because I think we would have ended up with a design that was pretty much like our clinic today duplicated had we not spent more time working on the process and trying to make self a little more efficient through that. so
0: Interesting point. So people people want to change, but sometimes they fear it and they don't want to change. Well, and right. then it's easy to gravitate gravitate toward what you have. This whole process of what you're suggesting here and how Brandon did this at this company uh, really, I don't want to say forces the change, but puts you in a position to say, we have to use these tools do you find that as, as part of a, a solution to what you're doing with people that are just stuck in their ways and just cookie cutter it? It's really hard to
1: make important design
0: design decisions
1: when you're looking at a 2D piece of paper. And even sometimes when you're looking at just photos and 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 video, right? And so what this technology does is it puts all the decision-making power in the hands of the consumer. And that's really what we were focused on in this project is doing that in a way that is not information overload, but really gives you guys the autonomy to make that decision and making sure that you have access to all of that information. And so that is really and was the beauty of of using
0: technology on this project. Guys, this has been a very fascinating uh, discovery for me. Didn't even know this existed and I'm not surprised though. Uh, because technology is, is so great, and if you use it in the appropriate ways. Um, closing thoughts for you, Matt, on working with Cressa Minneapolis and, and how this whole process has been and how they've supported you. Has it made your job of maintaining patient care easier with them doing the things they've done?
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a good leading question. says, yes, right, simple answer. <laughs> no, but
0: breaking uh- <laughs> me down. I know, you're That's so great. good. You're so good.
2: It's so classic. No, no, no. Uh- I mean, here's a realistic expectation is that we've been doing this project in the middle of a pandemic. Right. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's been busy. Yep. I mean, our doctors have been extremely busy. Our patients have been extremely busy. I've been extremely busy. You know, we're, we've been in the clinic every day. And most of us haven't taken a lot of days off. I mean, we're running full tilt. So, to do this project at the same time as we're doing, another, you know, this, during the pandemic, it would have been almost impossible without outside assistance. So, I think Crescent did a great job of really stepping in and acting like us as our department, working for our company to represent Hudson Physicians and just make this happen for us. I mean, obviously we're engaged, but we needed somebody, someone's help. And they did a great job from start to finish. I mean, this is like I said, two and a half years ago, we started this process before there was a pandemic. Uh, and then now we're you know right in the middle of it and it's design changes even because of that and stuff. So. I think that's been the biggest thing for us. Is that it's been very helpful that
0: way. What a great thing for sure. And then, from Cress's perspective, how has it been working with these guys at Hudson Physicians?
1: It's been great. Just a really rewarding project. Anytime we have the opportunity to work on a healthcare program, uh, especially with a physician group that cares about their patients the way you guys do, it's it's an excellent opportunity. And you know, this is this is the work that we do day in and day out. We help companies with real estate solutions so that they can continue to operate the business right and. You know you guys don't have the the facilities management and all those resources that some other larger players do and so it's been a it's been a great partnership and um looking forward to you know continuing this great work and seeing this project through to the end
0: guys thanks a lot great stuff today and uh, we hope our listeners enjoy all of the great things that are coming to the new building which is opening when uh, january of
2: 2023 so and check out uh hudson hudson medical center
0: all right, guys, thanks a lot for joining us here today. It's going to be exciting watching uh, the building come up in January of 2023. Dr. Gary Schwartz from Associated Eye Care will be joining us on Optimal Health for our next podcast. From Matt Brandt, and of course, a very talented, I'm impressed with his work, Brandon Bogdalek. I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody.